A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Heko nae purangi te nei na te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, I'm depressed alcoholic comedian James Nokise. A couple of years ago, I had a mental health breakdown which resulted in panic attacks on international flights, stepping in front of an oncoming bus, and eventually showering so long that I began to get a little bit hungry. And that's when I discovered something magnificent. Through the magic of takeaways and running water, it turns out my mental health safe space is eating fried chicken in a shower. And that's how we've ended up here a mental health podcast on headspace and happiness. This episode, I'll be talking to award winning hip hop crew, Swidden. We'll be chatting lessons in geography. The simplest thing call out fucking Domino's, call out Pizza Hut.、Yeah. You have to do, choose the central branch. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> lessons in philosophy. You probably did a better job at looking after the community than the cops did. And lessons in biology. How <laughs> semen have tiny legs? <laughs> tiny legs. <laughs> If you look really close, they've got little legs. <laughs> Some of this will get a bit real, the language, the subjects. So make sure that you're in a safe space with your comfort food. And join us eating fried chicken in the shower. Hi, and、uh, welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower, a mental health、uh, podcast with me, James Nokise. And today I'm joined、uh, by Swillet. Swillet. We have、uh, Boomer sitting in front of me,、uh, INF next to me, and Spike, Spike. Down, the, down the far end.、Uh, and Spike, I believe it's a belated congratulations because you just got your degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh, Bachelor of Social Work, first class honors. Ciao. <laughs> Light flex. That's a good flex. First class honors, man.、Yeah. Oh, humbly. Humble, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Humble, humble flex. Humble respectfully, flex. respectfully.、Yeah. Um, how, how long does it take to get that? Uh, you know, it took a lazy four years. That's all right. Four years of hard work, determination,、um, resilience, perseverance, and、um, unbreakable wit. <laughs> I mean, will, but both work. <laughs>、uh, that beats my five years、uh, to get my BA、uh, with a B average. <laughs> hey, you still got it, though. Still got it, mate.、Uh, you you know, got it. Our people, our stories. It still, it, it still goes on the honor roll. Is it framed on the wall? I, Honestly, I think, I think it's like in.、Um, my dad's got a PhD, so I think it's just like buried somewhere in the, in the back shelf. <laughs> in, in, in the back with all his other accolades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just clearly mine.、Uh, has anyone else got anything they want to celebrate before we get into the, into the chicken?、Uh, just want to celebrate on behalf of Boomer. He had a shower today. That's good. good <laughs> Thank、job. you. Yes, no. Is that your first time?、Yeah. It's the first one.、Uh, annually, it's annually. Yeah, so I had my shower this year for the first time.、Um, just because I don't want to wash off my knowledge and my skill.、Mm. So, yeah, that's why、mm. I refuse to shower. That's that medieval shit. Keep, keep the money straight up. That's why those dudes are all dirty as fuck, bro. You should see my feet. I just want to thank you very much for showering before you no, came no, this no. close to me in a shower,、um, <laughs> especially this close to our food. What,、mm. what chicken are we having today, boys? Um, well, what's a sensational chicken? Sensational, sensational chicken. Amazing. 
Word on the street is this this is on. Yeah, apparently. I see people gassing this up all the time. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. So you haven't had this chicken either? No, no, no. Have you had this before? No, never. I first I heard about it was when you guys asked her, I was like, what is this? Sorry, what was that? Large. Is that Coke for the drink? Oh, you, you did that so naturally, my bro. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to Otaho KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in on this one. Let's go. Right, Yo, let's shots. go. Damn. Mm. All right. All right. Let's have a look. We got a, we got the fries here. They look a bit golden, but maybe a little too golden. So maybe they use right. olive oil. Ooh. I like how the box isn't drenched in grease. Yeah. Just five yeah. piece. What do you got? Hopefully I got drumsticks. A, hopefully a breast. How long have you boys known each other? Forever. Since we all came out the womb. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. All grew yeah. up together. Yeah. yeah. Same area. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yep. We used to be neighbors, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just like. So I was. Lived, I lived mm. next door to him. Yeah. He lived across the road from me. And is anyone related? Or is it just that old mm -hmm. school neighborhood family? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, smoke. I'm related to smoke, but he's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, deep, it's deeper than blood ties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that. You get, like, you guys give shit to each other the same way me and my old mates <laughs> give shit to each other, which Did is you? why I go and see them whenever I'm home. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the comedy industry, you got like your friends who are tight, but not necessarily your friends who are old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is it the same in the in the music industry? Yeah, I guess so. Because like, you're a group, so if you got each other there. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I guess it's a bit different. Like, we definitely have, you know, mates in that, through the music scene and that, but I think it's, like, it's different because we're already friends. Like, we're pretty, we're family, you know? Mm. So the fact that, you know, it's just, we're hanging with our mates wherever we go mm. on this musical journey. Just makes everything more fun. Mm. Yeah. Being with your mates, going on tour. What, can I ask, bro, what, what made you, like, do it? Because you guys... It's, this is recent, and you guys have been going strong for a few years now, man. Mm. Yeah. Like, no. you've been going for a long time, I know, but you've been going strong for, like, a few years now. No, it's a real crazy story. So one time I woke up, and I was in a boot at the moment. I woke up, and I was in a boot, and my mom had a shotgun to my head and said, the fuck are you doing with your life? Because you're not going to be a rapper. And so I chose social work. So the only hunger... Parental story there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now, um, I don't know. I've always like um, been passionate about you know my community, mm -hmm. um, our Maori and Pacifica people, mm. and um, yeah, just always wanted to help people. And I felt like uh, me growing up where I did and experiencing the things I did, um, I felt like I have a wealth of knowledge due to my experience and. Um, I feel like working with this younger generation, I can kind of see, like I know the route they're going down, mm. you know, based on my lived experience and stuff. And if I'm able to help them sort of steer them, you know, towards, you know, where their potential is, then, you know, I'm happy doing that, so. Mm. Mm. Well, well, for real now. <laughs> no, well, for real. Well, for real. <laughs> the truth, tell the truth. But, you, but your mum forced no. you to get that. Yeah. <laughs> mum just had a shotgun to my head. That's <laughs> like... Is that next generation coming up? Because um, you hear those stories a lot, especially in, you know, in hip hop, uh, in sport with our athletes as well, like coming back for the next generation to make it easier. Um, and that, you know, anyone who knows your music will know that like, that comes through and what you guys are talking about with your music. Um, what was it like for you guys like when you were coming up? Were there people there 
coming back for you, giving you support, or are, are you first generation pushing through? No, we definitely had. I reckon this guy's older brother, because he yeah. would have passed it down to you, yeah. which you yeah. passed to us, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. The beginning stages. <clears throat> like, I only started making beats because I was hanging out at this guy's house while he was on you the You hanging computer. out with my house, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man, I was hanging out with my house. You weren't there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting outside on the step, chief, talking to the fucking door. This is a real weird question, but I found it in some audiences, especially younger ones. Mm. When you hear dorm raids, I'm guessing you know, because you're educated and you're from where you're from. Mm. But do you encounter like young people, maybe not where you're from, but like people in your age group or people from where you're from, but are younger, mm. who hear dorm raids and are like, oh yeah, that label. Yep. yep. Mm. yep. Uh, how's, like being from Oneonda, mm. how does that hit you? Well, I don't know, because like, <clears throat> like from my perspective is, like growing up, I didn't even know about that shit. Real? Like till like after school, I think, hey, you know? And so um, I can understand if like people aren't aware of it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Especially because they don't really teach it in school. Yeah. They won't teach it in school. Mm. Why? Because that's just the, <laughs> the education system, bro. It's not designed Because, bro, they're feeding us. Yeah, when I see like people the white man's narrative. with like a Dawn Ray t-shirt or something, I'm like, fuck, how they must know someone. Like, gee. Or, you know, have access to the information. Mm. Gee, even back then, like straight up with like Dawn Ray, the label and shit and all their t-shirts and that. Mm. Fuck, I didn't even know that it was about, you know, that our history, like here yeah, in um, right. at all. So I was kind of like, till later, I was like, fuck, that's <clears throat> why they called it Thorn Ray, yeah, like, yeah, you know? Yeah. My old man it's actually true. grew up in um, Ponsonby when that shit was going down, eh? Yeah. But he was, um, his family was fortunate to be missed by the doors getting kicked in. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, like, my dad knows all those guys and <clears throat> grew up with them, went to school with them and shit, but, you know, he's, I think it's a touchy subject. When yeah. I bring that up with them, eh? I was gonna ask, do they talk about it? Nah. Hmm. Not really. My, yeah. Oh, yeah. my dad used to have like, like Polynesian Panthers, like. What's yeah, it same area, like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dad went to Mags. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Central, he was like his family was from Greenland. Because so, like, yeah. for me, I'm um, like late thirties now, so I was like a kid in the early eighties. Bro, you don't even look thirty. Thank you, my brother. You look fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking with you. Can you. we do that? Can we do that for the host? Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> INS. That caught me off guard. I thought it was like legit props, and then I was yeah, just like, yeah, I'll, I'll nah, that was real enough, bro. Nah, it's cool. That was a. Let me build you up to fucking destroy you. Wow. Um, wow. But like, way to go, bro. This is a mental health podcast. We're never coming back. We're never coming yeah. back. How is it with Swidder? My mental health is shattered. Yeah. My mental health is shattered from it. Um. Hey, but like when I was growing up, I would see stuff. So early 80s, early 80s. Mm. And oh, my uncles are staying. Oh, my aunties are staying. I'm a kid. I'm like, yay. Yeah. And then I get older and I get to high school. Um, our history and that. And I'm the generation that when Oscar wrote Dawn Reds, you know, it kind of yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my relatives weren't staying. Mm. They were hiding. hiding. Mm. And this is down in Wellington. And this is in Wellington after 1981, when I think they tell us it officially ended. Because mm. like, oh, it stopped in 1981. Yeah. And I don't know like where your parents like, that's why I ask if they talk about it. Mm. But like my generation, my family, no, it didn't stop in 81. Because like with your work, like, with, with the stuff you guys talk about in your music, like, Bunga, 
right? Mm. Like, is that speaking to an intergenerational experience for you guys when you're writing that? Or is it speaking to you right now specifically? Or a bit of both? I think that, both. Yeah, that's both for sure. Yeah. That, like, that perspective was like talking about a united, <clears throat> a united experience for all, like, Pacifica, you know, in New mm. Zealand. Not just like, because mm. I think some people felt that we were speaking from our experience. Yeah. Mm. It's like, gee, we weren't even yeah. around during that period. We weren't even alive. But like, we're just talking about, um, you know, I guess the experience of, you know, Pacifica and Polynesians mm. since they've migrated to Aotearoa, you know? Yeah. So um, a lot of it too was just speaking on like, I guess like the white the white perspective of us or perception mm. of how we are, mm. what we're like. And of course, that's like amplified through the media and that. But mm. yeah, just speaking on that, I don't know. Fucking just get tired of seeing racist shit like on mainstream media, mm. you know, like hosts and shit. What was that? I don't want to say that chick's name, but she was like, oh, you know, saying that. Um, Lydia. <laughs> that, like, I, um, I know who you're talking about. Pacific I mean, Islanders are leeches and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, they didn't even lose her job. Like, yeah. That's fucking crazy. She's that still on. Still going strong? Fuck. It's crazy that you can say that and have a platform like that. Mm. And, and like, still be. I think, she, did she have to pay something? Like, was it like a fine? I'm not sure. But it was like nothing, eh? Like, it was just. I'm sure it was like just a slap on the wrist. <clears throat> but it's like crazy that you can do that. Even in 2020, you know, 21 or whatever. Mm. Is it like. But if we said that mm. about white people, mm. would we get. In trouble? Well, you get you not you, immediate you're storm. Wow. <laughs> no, they, they, not you guys. a halfway. <laughs> I'm, white, I'm white passing. Yeah. We so, got we got light privilege. <laughs> Damn, I didn't get the light skin. <laughs> yeah, be, the whole media story would be like South Auckland rappers <laughs> say white people are leeches. It's always South Auckland. It's always South Auckland. Doesn't matter where you're from. Doesn't matter where you're from. Could be from fucking Dunedin. Is it is it weird? Is it weird or funny to you guys to be referred to as South Auckland rappers? Yeah, because we're not from South Auckland. Is it weird or funny? Or it just piss you off? It's just it's just like a bit of annoyance because like the media, a mainstream media, always say South Auckland, South Auckland. We know ourselves that we're not from South Auckland. People from South Auckland know that we're not from South Auckland. And sometimes I feel like they're saying they think that we're we think that we're from South Auckland. Yeah. It's like no, we don't, we know we don't have control on their headlines or what they say and shit, you know. <clears throat> but like the simplest thing, call up fucking Domino's, call up Pizza Hut. Yeah, you have to do, choose the central branch. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> we get the central leader. Yeah. Eating fried chicken in the shower, available dining or takeaway. No, I understand that. I, I'm from Newtown down in, in Wellington. Family's old school came over on the boats. Dad was ten years old on a banana boat back in the day, sure. like a yeah, real boat, man. Like, and um, like Newtown is empowering to me. Now, when I'm back in New Zealand from overseas, yeah, I'm all, like straight away. I'm back in Newtown, you know, to the old like Chinese cafe, you know, like get the fried chicken and like get yeah, the, yeah. you know, the, call up the cousins. Let's go to this. These days, there's a cafe. We'll go to this cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the old family church is there. Do you think that's like the sentimental value I for you? Like, you know, your attachment to it because of your upbringing, memories? There's a little bit. It gets a bit hard sometimes. Um, gentrification. I don't know yeah. like, oh, how I you guys see. feel about... Like, is that, that, has gentrification come to Onehanga yet? Ages ago. Fucking massively. Yeah. Like, it was like 
I'm actually trying to get out of Only Hunger because of that shit. <clears throat> What's that like? What's that like? It's to just... To be honest, I don't know what it's actually like, but just seeing that the traffic mm. pile up and like mm. everyone just coming through and... I'm just sick of like because my house is on the main road eh? so as soon as i pull out of my drive i'm seeing fucking traffic bro there's mm. like 50 cafes on one street there's, mm, yeah um, like next to each other mm. bro, and my mom's like the my mom's house is like the last state house on the block at the bottom mm. or one of the last two mm. and then right across the road is like it's a 1.5 million dollar house like it's literally right across weird, the road eh? so fuck, it's, it's a weird view like when you're on this side of the road looking that way at all mm. the nice houses mm. and you cross the road and then look back it's like a whole you know a whole different like you know because i feel like that's what people don't understand about gentrification <clears throat> when you're pacific diaspora mm. yeah you know yeah you got your islands you got your village you yeah. got your ancestry mm. yeah but you're a new zealander mm. yeah and where you were born where yeah. you were like crew with your kids and like yeah. where you like that's that's your home mm. yeah, yeah like you 100%. Know? yeah and to have like all these like new people across the road yeah and all those apartments they come out of their driveway and they're like looking they're looking at yeah, us, looking at us like, like we're like, fucking yeah. Weird. like yeah like yeah. we're the fucking weirdos and i'm like bro <clears throat> yeah that yeah. that's facts hey like i feel like that's like our music really is that because like you know we were born in new zealand um and it's like you know essentially onihonga is our village you know so mm. yeah identities it's definitely a tricky thing hey you know in terms of migration um, you know, what your your parents identified as, what you identify as. Um, fucking... Bro, it's like a whole mixed bag. Mix, that. you know, mixing races and cultures mm. and mm. all sorts of shit, eh? So, yeah. Is it is it weird to feel you can't live where you are from? Because, like, I've, I've, I'm in a weird position yeah, where I, I like, where. people keep telling me, oh, well, you know, when are you going to... When you move back to Wellington, I'm like, oh, I can't afford oh. to live in Wellington. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. You know, if you sell your, your parents sell their place, mm. then like, can they afford to buy another place in Onehunga? No. So like, yeah. what's yeah, what's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's I know what you're saying though, yeah, because if we identify that as our village, mm. we can't even fucking live there. that's psychologically like, yeah, that can play on you. Six hundred dollars a week for a two bedroom, one bathroom. It'll be fucking smaller than this. Yeah. I reckon there's layers to it too, because you know how we identify with Onihonga Hard Out, like mm. that's our home, mm. that's our village. Mm. But then, you know, we're not even Tonga to Finua. Mm. You know, I'm not, yeah. not Tonga to Finua. Mm. Yeah. So that's a different level, like, you know, for them, like who do come from that area, yeah. that's their actual, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Their actual home and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it is funny. Like sometimes I find it like, we're from here, you know, well, this is like our hood, this is our neighborhood. From yeah, here. and then, but, you know, then yeah, there's Tonga yeah. to Finua. Monofinal and that, so, yeah. Does that awareness and, like, understanding that, you know, there's other people who have a similar kind of thing to you guys, but have had it for longer, have it, does that, does that ease, like, you know, gentrification stuff, or does it, like, build on top of it and make you even more pissed off? I think uh, it just makes me think, yeah. like, you know, yeah, I, w I was born here, you know, I grew up here, but, you know, this isn't my ancestral, you know, mm. plane. It's not my, um, you know, yeah. I think it's just mindful, because, you know, you get so lost and you grew up here. That's why all these white people are telling other people to fuck off back to their homeland. <laughs> it's like, you fuck off back to your homeland, you know? Yeah. Because they've been here for ages and, like, 
some of them would have just been born here like we were born here mm. and they feel so entitled to the land and shit and it's like buddy stop yeah. telling other people to fuck off and it's like different it's like <laughs> we're, we're a fucking overstay as well <laughs> <laughs> we're not <clears throat> it's not like we're trying to actually take over that area anyway mm. so it's kind of different like whereas you know gentrification everyone's like yeah. building on that place and like trying to change it and you know take over I guess yeah Whereas we were just like proud of it and yeah. taking care of it as it was, and you know, yeah, we probably did a better job at looking after the community than the cops did. Oh, and the cops bro. everywhere. Yeah. FTP, feed the people. I wanna, I wanna ask you guys something about um, on on that thing with media, and that like, there's a story, a little while back, but it was about um, it was about the Pacific youth. And how they were the most affected by um, inequality, yeah. like housing and economics, and how that like hit their mental health. Mm. And so, of all the youth in New Zealand, it's the yeah. Pacific youth. Maori, um, are like right there as well, because yeah. um, we're always separate in the Caucasian world. Yeah, mm. and uh, and it said that uh, like one in three was contemplating suicide at some point in their high school years. Um, that speaks to my experience, mm-hmm. speaks yeah. to a lot of my mates' experience, my mates' family experience. But when you, um, this is 2021, yeah. Radical. I can speak to a Wellington experience. Do you guys mind speaking to an Onehunga experience? I feel like just like being Pacific Island in general, you know, um, in our culture, you know, it's very, the man is the head of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, they have all these responsibilities. Um, it's real, you know, um, alpha male mm. you know there's a lot of that within the culture and um i feel like that's a big part of with the suicide rates and stuff like that because you know people don't feel comfortable opening up with how they feel because mm. then you know they might get you know some backlash or mm. negative comments like you got to think <clears throat> if you're if you're a young person and mm. you're trying to share how you're feeling in that mm. and then the people you love and you hold dear to you are like mm. bro harden up yeah. Well, shut up. Yeah. Like you, you meet a negative response from you mm. pouring your heart out. <clears throat> you know, you're not gonna do it again. Nah. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you're just gonna bottle it up. It's gonna stay there, and it's just gonna get worse. It's gonna fester. Eh? So mm. it makes sense. Mm. You know, because we know growing up, yeah. I was always like, I don't Fuck. know. Yeah. Or just like, I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. You wanna cry? But even, wanna even, cry? In, even in sports, say like. Using like homophobic slurs and stuff, yeah. like get up, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stopping, uh, yeah, you know, uh, harden up, like, you know, are you a man, like, you know, mm-hmm. all of that, that, that shit adds up. Like, imagine that playing on your mental way mm-hmm. and that, that becoming like the norm, the general consensus amongst people is like, you know, to be a man, you got to be this mm-hmm. certain character, mm-hmm. of course, you're going to try to live up to that, mm-hmm. regardless of what's happening on the inside, eh? So, yeah, yeah, no doubt, like. So you can't even be toxic. Can't even be a kid or like a teenager, mm. and all of that is like being slurred at you, and you you just want to be yourself, and you know, yeah, yeah. with all these expectations of you, especially of your like parents and you know, or siblings or family members, throwing all of that on you, mentally, that's gonna fuck you up at that yeah. age, you know. Mm. Even even like hey, just like being a male, then a Pacific male, mm. yeah. like you know, yeah. there's all these other like layers mm. to it, you know, and. Uh, yeah, massive impact, eh? I always think, like, we were talking about it before, eh? 
but when my grandma passed, yeah. But before she did, um, she was in the hospital. Then my uncle, <laughs> me and him were outside the hospital room because she mm. was in a coma. Mm. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, unprompted, he goes to me, "I never cried. I've never cried." Mm. And I didn't even ask him a question. Mm. Right. Like he just brought it out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if that was right, his own right. insecurities yeah. <clears throat> or him trying to be like, in that moment, feel strong. Mm. Maybe when he wasn't, he was probably feeling like, you know, like a bit weak yeah. in that. Bro. And so in my head, Bro. I'm a young, impressionable male. Mm. This, this man is someone I look up to. He's a role model, yeah. someone I love. Mm. He's saying this to me. So I'm taking it as Bible. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's how I have to navigate this world. Be solid, Straight. you know, no emotions. Mm. And so... That's how, I, that's how I carried myself, eh, throughout yeah. the, whole, the whole process and stuff. And then when I finally had to say goodbye to her, mm. I just broke down. Mm. Yeah. Emotions were flooding, crying, like uncontrollable crying. Mm. Yeah. But it was that type of crying that's like, you can't anticipate it. Yeah. I just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just with everyone just chilling. Mom's like, say goodbye. Mm. I go say goodbye. Yeah. It hits me, right. eh? Run to the bathroom because there's a bit of embarrassment there. Mm. Yeah. Like, shit, I cried in front of all my uncles, cousins, and all yeah. that, you know? Mm. But yeah, I always think about that's That was like a, <clears throat> there was a lot of lessons for me in that moment. Yeah. Him, um, you know, telling me that and stuff like that. Mm. I just felt like, shit, that's, that's toxic, yeah. <laughs> you know, toxic masculinity at its finest. Yeah. yeah. And I experienced today. And although he wasn't really projecting it on me or mm. like, Kind of saying, you're weak, why are you crying for? Mm. He was but just, just him, saying, hey. he set that like the tone yeah. Yeah, yeah, for what I, it is yeah. to be a man, <clears throat> what we perceive a strong man to be. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, I bought into that. So, I, think it's what I always think about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, even to this day, I think, like, man, in hindsight, eh, I was like, fuck, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's like telling a kid, you know, who's yeah. losing his, you know, someone who's very close to him, his mm. first mm. loss. Mm. Never dealt with grief and loss before. Yeah. And then that's how you that's how you prep them mm. to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's crazy. That's, right? Yeah. That's like Um So my dad passed away, he like fuck as soon as he passed away, I only just started to realise how much he did for everyone. Mm. Mm. Man, I was like, damn, because like Facts he worked you. every day, mm. like he would only have Sunday off. Mm. And that was just like to chill or like do the laundry or like all the like other chores around the house, relax, watch TV. And then from Monday to Saturday, I was like, I hardly ever saw him. Mm. Even on Christmas Day, mm. he would work Christmas Day. And like, he wasn't really like into like getting gifts and stuff like that. Mm. All he wanted to do was just chill. Mm. So I'm like, fuck, this guy like works so much that like he actually passed away at work. Really? And then like, yeah. And then like, after all of that happened, mm. you know, all of this, because I'm the youngest of the family, bro, all these responsibilities came mm. at me and I was like, holy shit. And at such a young age, because I was like, what's oh, like 18, hard. 19? Yeah, right. That's crazy. Man, yeah. I had to do like, I had to pay for funeral costs, like put everything under my name, like pay his bills or and mm. stuff like that. And other bills that he was paying or like um, other things that people were expecting him to pay mm. for them, mm. stuff like that. And then, and then I was just like, holy shit, this is so much. Because I was only like, yeah, like a kid. You know, yeah. dealing with all of that. And I was just like, oh, fuck, how do I deal with all of this? And I just thought, shit, like, I don't want to be not like, like that, but I don't want to be imprisoned mm. by all of those expectations and by people asking so much of me just because, yeah. not like, just because we're related, mm. but like, you know, it's, I want to say no. Like, mm. it's, I think it's good to just say nah, 
Yeah. I'm sorry, but of you course. gotta hold it down, right? right? Mm. You can't because otherwise like, that's gonna know? fuck me up, and yeah. I've got a whole life to live, and, yeah. and, and so on. So, so yeah. That's you know, you know, in that moment for you, mm. was it like that it hit <clears throat> afterwards? Because yeah. you're so busy trying to like oh, manage bro, other people's so ambitions, yeah. manage affairs, bro, all sure. sorts of stuff like that. That you you didn't have time to you grieve yeah. or bro. actually take in like uh-huh. what's actually bro, happened. For sure. Like I remember coming home like weeks after. Um, just driving around Where I just sat in the car And just fucking cried Out of nowhere mm. Like I was just like In the driveway And I didn't even know I was gonna cry mm, yeah. I was like oh, I wanna go inside Like make a feed And then like I turned the car off And then I looked at the house And then I just went Fuck Just it. triggered it Yeah mm. And then like I moved to Oz Just a little bit after And then like I used to have Like nightmares mm. Or not nightmares But like I used to hear him Say my name Like talk mm. to me Fuck And I'd wake up That's crazy And I'd yeah. be like Fucking crying like mm. shit, dad. Like mm. you know, talking to me. But yeah, man. Mm. Sometimes, like every now and then, I hear him go, you know, say my name, mm. but like in the distance. Mm. And I'm just like always like, oh, like maybe he's trying to like yeah. tell me not to do something or like tell me to be aware of you know the decisions I'm gonna make and stuff like that. So yeah. nah, he's just yeah. letting you know, G's got your back. Yeah, yeah. for so real. Mind the Straight. Fuck <laughs> 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 for real. Hey, do you wanna cry? Do you wanna <laughs> cry? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I was uh, in Perth uh, on a on tour at a festival, mm. and uh, I got some sort of stomach infection, and um, I ended up in hospital. Mm. And like with like razor blades, and they were like, "We just got to put you on on hard drugs to um, painkillers and that because yeah. you're you know something's shredding up in there, and we're just going to try and flush it out." So I spent like eight hours in A and E, and like just confused. Um, and I ended up messaging my siblings about it. I don't really remember it, but I manifested my grandfather. Like, he, he appeared, and we spoke in Samoan. And I yeah. am not fluent in Samoan, yeah. but, like, my... And, and it was witnessed, like, not him, but yeah. me talking in Samoan to yeah. him, who yeah. I could see at the foot of my bed. And every time Damn. the pain yeah. got, like, real bad, yeah. he just banged his stick, his walking stick, and the pain of effort. Sure. What a crazy yo, experience. Yeah, maybe it was the drugs. Hey, maybe it yeah, was all mm. the drugs in my system, but that's... Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe yeah, it yeah, opened your eyes to yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, something nah. beyond this, you know? Hey, look. That's be solid, though. That's yeah. dope. Hey, right. But, you that, know... That's dope that you had that experience. But it's, it's real. I always think about that, and I think about, like, culture and where, like, culture mm. sits underneath everything, yeah. and yeah. that in my most pain, at my most loneliness. Yeah. So I'm always there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because you got to think like our conception of life and death is for a Western Absolutely. lens. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So your experience you had there could have just been our, yeah, our, experience. our, yeah. our actual yeah. experiences yeah. that we yeah. had pre-colonization. Yeah. You know? Pre-Moana. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-Moana, yes. Although I got to say with like all the um, side-eye Moana gets... When me and my generation, when we took all the kids to see it, the kids were like, yay! And we were like, uh, yeah. we yeah. were voyagers. Yeah. Uh. Eating fried chicken in the shower. Sometimes spiritual, sometimes soulful. Always delicious. Going back to toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, yeah. Just being, being strong in how you feel. Mm-hmm. Strong in your, 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 you know, your, your thoughts and your feelings of validity. Mm. And I feel like it's just being more, make normalizing it. Yeah. That it's not like, oh, you know, um, why is this guy, you know, crying or mm. yada yada? It's like, yeah. bro, that's a natural, you know, natural emotion, bro. Like, that's crazy to say. Like, mm. how come he's crying? Mm. 
Yeah. I can't believe you cried. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Eh? It's like, why are you breathing? Yeah. Mm. You know, it's the same as that. So <clears throat> it's crazy that we've got, we've come from a place where it's become like, almost like tapu to cry for mm. a meal. Mm. Crying, crying you is know? a form of healing. So Bro, straight up. Sure. Like, if you don't cry, then shit, it's building up somewhere. Mm. Straight so up. So you gotta let it out. Yeah. Like, I feel like even me, I battle my own toxic masculinity mm. for myself. Mm. Like, you know, just holding this stuff together. You know, yeah. like I'm, it's not, I'm not speaking from a perspective where I'm like, I've, I've battled this, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm all good. It's like, bro, I'm still yeah. dealing with the shit myself. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and like times that I have cried, you know, which I feel like I need to cry more, to be honest. Yeah. But times I have cried afterwards, I felt like fucking the weight of the world's like lift my shoulders, yeah. eh? Mm. Like uh, straight up. Yeah. Always feels like mad therapeutic. It's funny, I've, I've, I've seen my partner sometimes, uh, like, especially if I'm on tour or that. Like, I'll be like a little tight or something. And I go, oh, I think I'm gonna have a cry tonight. Yeah. And uh, like, what I do, my trick is um, I'll have like uh, some caffeine, like either coffee or like, you know, a Coke if I can't find any good coffee. Or, mm. um, and I'll, I'll just go on a YouTube binge of like real emotional films. Yeah. Like, just, like, <laughs> like, I'll put something on Netflix where I know it's like, I've seen it, but I know yeah. there's a moment. It's like, you know, get that, that yeah. Lion King Mufasa scene, just yeah. something. Cause <laughs> like, cause like you say, like, it's not yeah. that you don't, do it, but that's what systemic means. Yeah. It means yeah. that this stuff's built into you and part of growing is you undo yeah. it. Yeah. So I'll go, oh, I don't, I don't know how to cry right now, but I know I need to cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just tap that emotional thing or sometimes a good album, yeah. you yeah. know, you hear a song. I remember when Boonga dropped and all my generation, that was like just passed around, mm. passed around. Just like, hey, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta hear this. You gotta hear. And everyone's yeah. like, yo, man. <laughs> Cause just to, um, to speak to what you guys are talking about, the catharsis, mm. the catharsis that it comes to here, mm. and it, without sounding old and patronizing, because I only got like 10, 15 years, <laughs> 10 years on you guys. <laughs> but like to to see young men coming out and speaking it and talking about, yeah, I can cry, mm. great, because I grew up in a psh, why you cry, yeah. you know, mm. and to say, hey, you can engage with your emotions. It's it's healing mm. to laugh and to cry. To hear that makes me emotional, man. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Straight thank up. God. Thank God the next generation, it's mm. it's easier. It's clicking. Mm. It's almost like it's traumatizing a little bit, eh? Yeah. Like you weren't allowed to cry. Yeah. And that's kind of traumatic. Whereas it's like, fuck, I just can cry whenever now. Like, yeah. you know? Um, and I feel like we put that a lot of trauma into our music too. Like we, not like we sell it, but mm. we kind of do like, yeah, you know, yeah. cause it's all storytelling. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I feel like that's like mad important, <clears throat> especially to get through things and yeah, to get things off your chest and stuff like that. It's a crazy concept though. Like being a prisoner to your feelings, eh? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, that feeling of not even being able to, you know, convey a certain emotion. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, that, people telling you how to feel of yeah, your emotions yeah yeah <laughs> like how you should feel yeah <clears throat> nah because like to be honest on our like our music journey i feel like if we had this convo even like four years ago three mm. years ago probably wouldn't have been this kind of conversation no to be honest yeah. so that's what i mean like i'm still on a journey of you know um in terms of that space and navigating and you know finding my where i sit in that space you know what i mean that's not like i'm this wise trying to be this wise guru or someone who's <laughs> yeah. gone through all of this and mm. come out the other side. Nah, mm. Jack, if we had a, had this convo three years ago, 
probably would have not even talked about this shit or yeah. had nothing, no value to add to the conversation, yeah. you know? And are you growing together when you're, when you're learning this stuff? Yeah. yeah. As yeah. much as it's an individual like journey? Yeah. I feel like we are because we spend so much time together, mm -hmm. you know? And like, you can kind of feel of where we're at without even talking about it. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, cause yeah, we're, yeah. Cause the chemistry is just so like strong mm. and we've known each other for, you know, for years. Mm. It's almost like we can speak without yeah. even speaking, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm at the point where I can tell these guys anything. <coughs> yeah. Mm. Whereas, in, whereas in five years ago, shit, that's just staying inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm happy to shed a tear. Mm. Yeah. What's it mean to you, Boomer, to be able to have that freedom to be able to know you can tell these guys anything it's it's nice say eh? it's like um a form of support but yeah. because these are my brothers it's easier mm. you know like i think like before i run to my partner or my parents i'll run to these guys eh? mm. like i'll tell these guys shit that's happening in my life like these these are my brothers mm. like like i have brothers mm. but you know, we're so different and so distant mm. that, like, I run to these guys first. Mm. And that's why I love you guys. Yeah. Love you too, bro. I love you, bro. Love you guys. Hands in the middle. Hands in the middle. Power to the people. Power to the people. <laughs> I love all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember the first time you told each other you loved each other? Like, in the supportive way? Like, um, like it's not weird. Like, it just lay, you know? Mm. I think it was, like, probably drunk, eh? Yeah. Those drunk Yeah, that's when the truth yeah. I feel like everyone has a drunk yeah. drunk yeah. time when they yeah, tell yeah. someone that yeah. they love them. Yeah. And it doesn't feel weird. Yeah. You're just like, I love you, bro. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I yeah. love you too, man. Like, you know? Yeah, I feel like that, but, even that thing too, there's, like, yeah. it's still, like, there's toxic masculinity in that. In, that, in terms yeah. of, like... You can't like, say it when you're sober. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of like, yeah, there's yeah. that element to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And there's also like, you know, if you say office docs or off after docs, like, yeah. you know, you're basically saying I love you too, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it feels different, if you know what I mean, yeah. even though it's the same thing. Yeah. I feel, I don't know if it feels a bit more masculine or what it, what it is, mm -hmm. but you know, you hear heaps of like Samos, you know, say, you know, yeah. Yeah. and it yeah. feels yeah. different than yeah. saying I love you, yeah. you know what I mean? But it means the same thing. Yeah. It's got more feeling. Yeah. So, yeah. Who yeah. cares about the English language? Yeah. <laughs> so we speak. Of talks. But like at such a young age, mm -hmm. um, the first time I seen like two like homies or like best friends say mm -hmm. I love you to each other yeah. was like, yeah, I was like seven, 17 and I was like, holy shit, these guys are like way ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And they don't yeah. even, they didn't even care, not, yeah. you know, because like I was like immature, like young and dumb. Yeah. And I was like, huh, these yeah. guys like, you know, said I love you to each other. Yeah. And then I was like, as I was getting older, I was like, man, maybe they're just like ahead of the game, you know, and just more open mm. at that age mm. with each other. And I was like, damn, because like now I'm like that yeah. where I am now in life. Like mm. I can just say that to the boys or whenever or whatever, you know. Um, I feel like I was just just unsure and, you know misinformed i guess or like uncomfortable yeah. with my feelings at, at, you know to be like that around my friends but now it's just like easy I've just normalized it yeah especially yeah. in our group yeah. it's crazy yeah. the way like even that 
like you know to love someone is to like care for their mate yeah. mm-hmm. and I said like, of course you care for your close friends mm-hmm. yeah. your brothers but then yeah. saying that word is like oh nah you can't fucking say that yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. it's like you can like, show it yeah, but show yeah, it you don't even yeah, say yeah. it yeah. 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 yeah but see you can't even discriminate on that because you know mm-hmm. people have different love languages mm-hmm. you know some people are service yeah, yeah. you, you might not ever hear I love you from someone yeah. but, but you can tell by what you. they do for you you know so that's another layer to it you know I think for a lot of our parents, mm. you know, that yeah. love language is service. Yeah. 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 I think that's, yeah. that's part of where it comes from. Do you think from. that's like fucking sculpted from the upbringing, like culturally? I or do you think it's innate? Like it just... I think a bit of both. Nature mm. and yeah. nurture. I think the way that Fa'asamo presents sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And of course, I speak to it as a mixed race, pale presenting New Zealand diaspora. But it... Um, it is service, yeah. um, you know, in, in that whole sense of the ayanga of, you know, the yeah. person, the family, yeah. the community, the village, the, you know, so it's always the circle. Yeah, hard up. Mm-hmm. But then there are people who, you know, f- service for them brings them joy. Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it, and the innate joy from allowing your kid and his mates mm. to, you know, be yeah, happy, upstairs yeah. And, and you know yeah, yeah. of course um, yeah. Of, of getting your kid out of bed of, of making your parents coffee when they're back from a shift yeah yeah. Uh-huh. I think about that how like yeah. when my dad would um, be doing pastoral care and come in at 10 o'clock I'd make him like a cup of tea without yeah. like not because I was commanded to mm. yeah. because he's had a hard day yeah. and I wanted yeah. to yeah. and I wasn't like oh I and it made you happy too like, and yeah. it made me happy to yeah. Make, yeah. Hard up. yeah so it's transactional like too, yeah. Yeah. you know he gets happy he gets a transaction out of it from you gifting him something mm. yeah. and you get benefit from him being happy mm. that you gave that to him so. yeah uh, as um <laughs> 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 i ask this of everyone who comes in the shower um <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but I just throw it. I throw well, it out. How many people do you know come in the shower? <laughs> this is season number four. There's, like, There's like, a lot of people coming oh, in the shit. shower. But the first oh. time I've had several men. So hold on. Oh. I'm coming now. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out. You're going to be standing outside going, oh. I never come. <laughs> I never. I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I've never come. <laughs> um, I, ask, I ask everyone who uh, is a guest in the shower. Just reworded that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds nice. The, um, but, uh, is there anything um, you three would like to share uh, in the shower? Because this, this comes from my safe space, from me yeah. feeling spa- uh, safe in the shower, eating chicken. Uh, and thank you for coming into the into the space. Is there anything you'd like to to share? I'd just like to say, love is the true language on earth. And if you can speak love and show it, then that'll do. Damn. Scooby Dooby Doo. I feel like we were gonna say something profound now. Fuck. Oh, you were gonna say something about no <laughs> coming. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna be profound. He's gonna say a stupid, dirty <laughs> ass joke. I can't even think now. That's gonna be threw like, me off. Threw me right off. Yeah. We're gonna say something funny, but now I have to be an adult. <sighs> oh, you're up, bro. <laughs> you know, there comes a time in a man's life. And sometimes these pauses are oh so necessary (laughs) as I try to find 
what to say. But yeah, without darkness, there is no light. Because you wouldn't know what darkness is if you didn't know what light was. So really what that means to me is if you piss in the wind, you're going to get piss on your pants. Don't wear pants. Nah, I don't know. I feel like I've shared a lot in this um, so mm. far. You have opened yeah, up, bro. I, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't think I have any more to share, man. Like, yeah. you know, what do you I want from me, bro? You're the fucking, you're the fucking <laughs> shirt off my back. <laughs> you're the fucking last shirt off fuck, my back, bro. I want, you, I want you to take off your glasses and tell me who you are. Oh, yeah. I'll take off my glasses. <laughs> no, no, put them back up. <laughs> Damn. Now they can see my soul. Nah. I'm not uh, safe anymore. Um, no, nah, I just... Is any, yeah, like, what, what did you want to say? No, no. It's yeah, like, I feel like Boomer really Boomer, like, like, nailed it. Yeah. I feel like nailed it. Yeah. That was like the fucking... He hit like the pinnacle. Yeah. And then everything else was just fucking... Yeah. Down <laughs> the bottom, bro. No, I, I thank you for sharing so much. Like all three of you really like this kind of conversation... Especially just to, just to hear it um, from young men of New Zealand, you know. I think like there are things which are cultural, but there are also things which are systemic to this country. And you know, it, it's the conversation you've had is real beautiful. Like mm. the laughs and the yeah. and the and the tears and the and the serious stuff and the silly stuff. Mm. It's all important to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent balance. But we'll probably cut a lot of the cum stuff out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Is> it? yeah. <laughs> Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower is produced for RNZ by Charlie Bleakley of Fruit and Nut Production. The engineer is Ronnie Poet. The executive producers are Justin Gregory and Tim Watkin. You can find this podcast however you just found this podcast. Or if you're listening on the radio, go to RNZ's podcast page and look for the chicken. If you're rating podcasts and you want to rate ours, give us five stars. Remember, more stars, more chicken. If you want to share your comfort food and your mental health safe space with me, then you can tweet me on at James Nokisik. If you're experiencing mental health issues and you're in New Zealand, you can text 1737 or go to the RNZ Fried Chicken page and we'll have a list of different mental health practitioners that might be able to assist you. If because of the pandemic you're experiencing COVID-related mental health issues, you can go to www.health.govt.nz. Look for the COVID page and you'll be able to find mental health resources there. Stay safe. Vaftai lava. Matua. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.